Hi, and welcome back to the Legal Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Danny. I'm a recently qualified barrister who works in human rights and public interest law, and I also do some consultancy on the side, as well as running the website www.legaldiaries.ie and the Instagram page at legaldiaries.ie. On the podcast, we dive deep into all things health, fitness, mindset, studying, habits, dating, and career, and probably so much more. I will aim to bring you the tools and actionable steps to smash your goals, inspire you to take bold action, and above all else, put yourself first. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Legal Diaries podcast. I am joined by the wonderful Rachel from shoplocal.ie today and we are going to chat about a very important topic um, which is shopping locally and buying Irish especially around this time of year. So I will hand over to the wonderful Rachel to introduce herself. Hi and my name is Rachel Malone and I uh, run the Instagram page shoplocal.ie um i set shop local.ie up in july of this year so it's only very recent and my background is in healthcare and so the reason why i set up shop local was because i seen all the fabulous businesses that were when we were in the middle of the pandemic we started the pandemic and uh we were working 12-hour shifts and people were dropping in food and hand sanitizers and everything they were so generous so businesses were fantastic so I thought you know this has to be a way of giving back in some way that we could give back so I set up the page and it was really just for local businesses it wasn't I wasn't thinking long term you know and it sort of just has gone on from there it's fantastic really really well yeah so uh, hopefully now I have a Facebook page as well so I'm at the moment sorting out a website it's become a full-time job as well as my own job stop I, I, yeah. I feel I feel you um and yeah no that's super interesting so you had kind of witnessed because that was such a big thing around when the pandemic hit in Ireland is that everyone kind of came together, together. like you had people in the local community who were getting shopping for say elderly or per- persons who were more at risk or vulnerable to COVID like people were going out and doing shopping people were checking in on neighbors that they probably haven't really spoken to before and then obviously you were at the front line of it so you witnessed the kindness that people had towards the frontline workers in terms of giving like little gifts in and dropping things in for people and trying to support them as much as possible. Um, and it's grown like fair play. Like you only started in July and it's grown because you're up to over, I think like 6,000 followers. Are you now? I'm up to 6,000 followers? It's crazy. It's gone mad. And even like, even doing this podcast. And then <laughs> I did a, I did an interview for a newspaper Oh, wow. and I'm doing um, a video for another company soon um, and I had a few people contact me to do different things so you just don't know where things are going to go yeah and it's it's crazy but um, it's good and it's great and it's great to see people pulling together yeah no definitely yeah, you know and so hopefully for the future we will carry on pulling together 
yeah that that is the hope and were you always pre kind of covid times were you always someone who was more inclined to shop more locally then has that always kind of been your say lifestyle or mentality or would you have kind of a mix of both or is this something that was kind of new to you um um look i'm not going to tell a lie i was i'm guilty of the amazon thing oh we're god all we are all of, guilty of the amazon we're all yeah. guilty of that you know but i think we've all become an awful lot more conscious about what we're buying yeah now and i think people in general coming up to christmas i'm finding they're thinking about their gift more yeah so they're not just going to a store and they're picking up anything it'll be you run into maybe i don't know boots or wherever you run into and you'll go oh what am i going to get this person what am i going to get this person they're actually sitting and spending time and thinking about the gift that they're buying yeah so when they buy that irish gift it actually means something now so it's it's really lovely to think that you know you're supporting all these small companies but that gift that you're buying from that small company means so much yeah. Now did before. Yeah. So it's it's a wonderful thing, I think. Yeah, and even from like say a consumer perspective, like the experience for anyone listening, the experience from shopping from like um a locally owned business or a small business is so much nicer than walking into one of the big companies and buying something off the shelf from Boots. Like I, I often get these, I've bought a couple of things for Christmas and they've either put something extra randomly in to thank me for buying something from them. Or they've never left, yeah. And then they, yeah. Yeah, they left like a, a lovely note to say thank you and stuff like that. And they like, or they leave like a personal note even on the invoice. So like, it's a, it's a more kind of, it's a nicer experience from a consumer perspective as yeah, well. You can kind of is. feel the impact of um, buying local and shopping locally. So you had started, I don't know if you mentioned this um, whilst we were recording, but you started with the intention of just focusing on businesses in your local area. Yeah. What made you then kind of expand out of your, your area? Was it just people contacted you or... I think people con- people contacted me, and the other way, Instagram is such, oh, it's just a minefield. I know. <laughs> but as you go on, little companies will come on and say, oh, can you give my company a shout out? Would you mind? Myself, the amount of companies who have started up in lockdown is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Like, handle companies, even if you're doing jewelry, even if you're doing gift boxes coming up to Christmas, you know, it is massive. And a lot of people would be a lot of sisters. A lot of yeah. sisters are companies because I think it's because they're stuck in the house together 24 I literally <laughs> just, it's hilarious that you say that because since I put that post up on Instagram for the, yeah. the 700 business or 700 businesses or whatever to buy from for yeah. Christmas, I've had about two or three companies that have specifically messaged me being like, oh, can you give us a shout out? Like we're two sisters that started this yeah. business during lockdown or we're, yeah. we're siblings or, and I'm just like, yeah, it definitely must've been cabin fever set in there. They were like if we don't start a business we might kill each other yeah, but i think i think that was the case yeah and it was only not like husband and wives maybe someone yeah. had to take redundancy they might be out of work so they've come up with a, a, a small business that is at probably the right time i know it might seem like the right time to be starting up a small business but it actually is yeah because there's people out there looking for gifts and with social media being the way it is you can get your business out there with a click of a button yeah. It's not the way it was. 
years and years ago you had to have a store you had to have a you know a shop front to, to be able to advertise everything now is the click of a button you can set up a facebook page an instagram page you can set up twitter all yeah. in the space of an hour yeah and i even know from like um for anyone who has kind of ideas to set up a business like from a, a, a legal standpoint like the company's registry office i don't know if they were previously the, as automated as they were um previous yeah. to covid but like yeah. getting yourself registered as a company is a really straightforward and not and like not very costly process in ireland yeah it's 60 euro yeah so and yeah. even if you wanted to start out as a sole trader i think it's only like 20 euro um, and yeah. so like it's it's become more accessible like you don't have the overheads that you used to um no. like you were saying like you don't need the shop front like and uh, it's a lot of people are having to pivot now like they're having to say okay i was let go from my job or they have really big uncertainties in their pay. So say some people might've went back to work um, and then we went into a second lockdown. So they were given kind of inter, inter, intermediate kind of redundancy for a period of six weeks. So some people are just like, okay, I need to pivot and start this business for myself. Um, but you must be, I'd say, flooded with thousands of messages a day. Absolutely. I think I sat yesterday for four hours just replying to messages and it was just replying to oh you know i myself as i said myself and my sister or myself and my husband or i've set up this little jewelry business can you give us a shout out now there is some bigger brands that have contacted me looking for you know a bit of a, a bit of promotion as well but um mainly all small small yeah. companies and it's great to see you know yeah. yeah so it's just that initial contact and then it's just like you're thinking, you, all you're doing is sharing their business, and people are very grateful for that. Yeah. So, you know, that little one little thing. Yeah. And what do you? What's your kind of view of? Um, so, do you think you will stay predominantly in the field, like in the area that you're in, being small businesses? Because I know you were local initially, and then you expanded out kind of nationwide. Um, do you think you'll stay small business, or will you start promoting, say, kind of some of the bigger brands that might have reached out to you? Um, if the bigger brands are Irish. I will. Oh, very good. Yeah, I'm gonna try and stick with the Irish. Yeah. Oh, definitely, hundred well, percent. You know, you could sell anything from all over the world, or you could, you know, you yeah. could promote anything from all over. But what benefit is that to us as an economy? Yeah. No, yeah, I think it will dilute it. Yeah. And to to a society, you know, we need to be able to promote to promote our own to a degree. Yeah. And there are so many fantastic. Like I even did a bit of research when I was on looking at different products. You know the amount of stuff that we produce in Ireland. Oh, is, it's, it's insane. Like the amount, especially our beauty industry is huge. Is huge. Mm, yeah, huge. And clothes. Yeah, and, I, like they're, they're the two biggest sections. Like for, and kids, kids toys as well. Like kids stuff, yeah. games and board games and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like are you, but you, you, it doesn't automatically like, brands don't automatically jump out to you like yes the bigger brands do so like for example i would have spoken previously to um on another podcast to noelle o'connor from tan organic and yeah he's done phenomenal things for a, an yeah. irish company to do so well so that's one of prominence that you kind of think of um gym plus coffee is another one like they're an irish um 
fitness athleisure brand. So they've done quite well. But when I was like looking into and researching, so many people are like, oh, you must have trolled the internet and it must have taken ages. And I was like, to be honest, not really. Because you'd go to one person, say Instagram, you'd kind of see who follows them or they follow. And it's all other different Irish businesses. And then like I came across so many new Irish businesses that I never would have been aware of previously and I'm so glad I did it yeah because it's there's just such a vast array if if it's from women's fashion to women's makeup to women's skincare to stuff for children for men for sock companies for men the amount of retro sock companies out there (laughs) in the Irish market is believe me think it's socks from um men's grooming huge yeah and you know it's got, it's getting bitter. Men's sportswear, that is Irish sportswear, yeah, has got really big. So we can't forget the men, even though you know a lot of it is centered around the women and it's centered around children. There are a huge amount of men's products out there as well. But you know, Instagram and uh, as I keep saying, Instagram, Facebook, a minefield. Yeah, and like there's um, I don't know if you've ever um entered into the world of TikTok um but uh, no I tried yeah. to avoid TikTok yeah so that blew up during I'm too old for TikTok <laughs> I feel too old for TikTok like I'm like I was so I caved about midway through the first lockdown I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do what all the cool kids are doing and join TikTok but I have found myself on so basically how TikTok works, um, for anyone listening that's not familiar, you have your kind of, yeah, <laughs> um, you have um, a, a page, um, a section where you can view people who you specifically follow. And then similar enough to the Explore page on Instagram, you can, you can, it's kind of tailored to your algorithm. So it's not people you follow, but it's just random videos that will populate. And whatever way, whatever kind of videos I was liking or interacting with on TikTok, I ended up on the small business side of TikTok. And okay. there are a plethora of small Irish businesses that probably are on Instagram, but not as active. Like there's one in particular that I can think of her brand. I don't know if you come across her is final bend. It's, um, a Irish active wear. She has like, I think thousands of followers on, on TikTok, but about 14,000 on Instagram. And she's only like 19 years old. Um, she's really passionate about youth entrepreneurship and she has her own athleisure business. And she's just, so I was like, I I would have never come across this and it's really affordable athleisure. Um, but it's insane. Like I across all of like I genuinely there's there's a point in because uh, I was on TikTok so much that I was like I need to buy a cricket or an embroidery kit and start embroidering things or making stickers and start. Give me inspiration. I know. I was like, I, I it feels like everyone's doing it. I just need to start a small business. Like, what is my niche? Whereas I'm I'm not like um artistically talented. So I was like, no, it's definitely not anything there. <laughs> But, um, no, the, I mean, the only ones that I would have seen are the funny ones with the dancing. Oh, and no. Silly things, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wasn't. So I think what has made me stay kind of in the kind of TikTok sphere is that 
coming across that kind of section of TikTok. So like the day in the life, the, the um, small business side. And it's really interesting because in a 60 second video, they're showing things to people like really straightforward things. Like they're like, there's one person in particular that she started a business. I think she was American. She started a business during lockdown, which she implemented yeah. the whole starting a business process to when she started putting products out there. And by the time she got to putting products out there, people were so interested in like this journey that she had like a solid kind of consumer base. Yeah, and yeah. following of about like two, three, if not more thousands of people. So I'm like, yeah. like this is now a time where you can probably start a business with barely, I'd say you could start a business with about a hundred euro of startup costs. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You, you probably could start a business with 100 euro now it will take a bit of time obviously to get that business built up yeah but um, yeah, there's so many ways of getting your business out there now it's like huge huge, huge. yeah yeah interesting yeah. the tiktok thing i don't know whether i would be um going down that thing yeah. but I... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, see, we'll, we'll see shop locals on tiktok i'd be very disappointed <laughs> I mean you wouldn't though because I'm on that yeah. side of TikTok where everyone would like love your content if you just talk about like local because I I actually because like now this this goes to show how much I really don't like I never I don't put up personally I don't put up videos on TikTok on my profile um yeah. but I the other day after doing the post I was like sure you know what I'll stick it up on TikTok to say that I've done this Instagram post I gained from which I think is good because I had like I don't think anyone even followed me previously to putting it up because I didn't put up content um no. I think I gained like 80 followers on really? just from yeah. the video and it, it was just there oh you never know that I'll be I'll do the shop local.e side of TikTok and we'll, we'll together we'll take over the small business and enterprise will be built yeah <laughs> but <laughs> that that's it though like you like you can just you can start a business by sitting at your computer now you can and it's yeah. it's so easy and yeah. it's, it's well I'm not going to say it's so easy because it makes it sound like it's just you know oh you can just start a business overnight but if you've got any type of imagination yeah. and if you have any type of will to want something to work it will work yeah and you do have to work at it I mean I've even found now with shop local this is a 24-hour job oh, do you know stop. from six o'clock in the morning my phone has notifications I feel bad because at one point I was like one of those notifications being like, hi, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> and, like, and even my husband, he'll go, there goes the phone. <laughs> they go, bing, 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 bing. But, um, but that's just part of how it is. I mean, yeah. that's the game that you play and that's what you want it to do and what you want. So you just go with it. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you as well because, like, I – Legal Diaries is completely like um, a side thing for me. Like I work yeah. full time um, and I, I have other kind of side projects that I do in terms of like volunteering. Um, and then I was like, oh, I have Legal Diaries. And at the start, like it, it, the, the experience and you probably have it from Shop Local for anyone that's listening. So it is easy to start something because social media has made it so accessible so it's easy to start a page promoting local businesses it's easy to start a business but I think 
how you will succeed is by sticking with it. So you reply to all of those messages. That I you reply to all of those messages. Um, I would have a list of emails today that I haven't had time to reply to because I've been in and out. But as you, you're right. It's easy to start up the page. It's easy to, to start a business. But if you don't want to put 100% into it, it will not work. Yeah. You know, and there are so many things that go into having a small business. You know, even if it's not financial, um, yeah. it's everything else that goes around it. It's family life. You know, yeah. I have, you know, even though my family are all adult children, they are all still here and they've all been warned not to come down to the living room. <laughs> and so, you know, and they're all not in college. They're all at home. Um, or one of them was meant to go back to America. He couldn't go back. So, you know, family life goes on for everybody who's trying to run a small business as well as with their children in school and it's really, really difficult for people. Mm. So it's, it's interesting to see um, how everybody's getting around that dynamic. They're, yeah. you, know, you know, they wait for the kids to go to school in the morning, they go to the post office, they come home, they do their little bit and they, they advertise, they go onto social media, they do the bit of social media for a few hours and then in the evening, they're up to 11 o'clock getting postal orders sent off and, it's just, it's, it's crazy, but it seems to be working because everybody's coming back to say they're really, really busy. Yeah. Cause one of my, one of my colleagues actually who I work with in work, she has her own um, online business. Um, I don't know if you've ever come across it. It's totally Irish gifts. Um, yeah, seen it, yeah. 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 So she, so she runs that and I, we had a meeting yesterday um and for like work um and we were chatting away and I was like oh how are you and then she was like she was like run off her feet and she was like I don't even think it's like the Christmas rush I just think it's the we're in lockdown rush and we need jigsaws or we need different things to amuse people or so like it is like it is there is a market there and there is if you put the 100% effort into something you will yeah. get the the kind of the, not necessarily I don't want to say payback like you're going to make billions in your first year but you'll get the kind of you'll get your consumer base and then you can build upon that um and how so if I was a business how would I go about getting featured on the shop local page just send me a dm send me a message um, now, at the moment, you wouldn't believe I have a marketing manager. What? Uh, yes, I know, it's crazy. Um, so, and I've been doing lessons once a week for an hour on marketing. Um, I had one yesterday and I had one last week. So that's a new world to me. It's, just, it's unbelievable. So you're trying to learn all these new things because mm. everything has changed. You know, yeah. look how social media, everything has changed in the last one. So I'm trying to keep up with the trends to try and help as many people as I possibly can. So there's no point in me giving somebody advice when I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. So I thought, well, do you know what? I'll take up, I'll start doing some marketing lessons. So um, I have a girl teaching me every week on and how did you yeah how did you come across like how did you find yourself a marketing manager (laughs) well my husband is a graphic designer Uh... before so um we had a meeting yesterday and I had one last week with her so she's been giving me tips and I take notes and then I go away and then I look at my Instagram and I see how I can promote people better and see what hashtags I need to use and what hashtags I shouldn't use and um then by the Facebook page and so hopefully now I'm going to try to get a website put up and 
go from there and hopefully we can help as many people as we possibly can which would be great yeah that's so it's so funny I feel like I'm, I'm gonna bombard you because this is gonna come out on Thursday and I'm I've literally just asked you the the million dollar question of how do you get on the shop local page your dms are gonna be even more flooded hopefully not too much okay. than they than they are and then are you so when someone dms you um do they send you pictures of their products their logo and a and a just kind of description of what their business does or, or sometimes how sometimes I will go onto their page and maybe pick a picture because okay. I kind of have a demographic that I'm going you know the page yeah. is very it's feminine it's, yeah. a, it's <laughs> quite, you know and I'm a pretty picture person love pretty pictures but you so, we love we love an aesthetic Instagram feed though but I think everybody does yeah. and I think that's what sells it yeah you know everybody likes to see a nice picture so um, I sometimes I'll go on, I'll have a read about their business and see what, what they're doing. And, and I never say no to anybody. So, you know, it just might take me an hour or two hours to get back to you. But I would never say no. Oh, no, I can't yeah. do something. I'll always try and do everything that I possibly can. So same with every other page, you know, that is doing something similar. I'm sure everybody's yeah. in the same. You know, we're all trying to do the best we can for everybody and for one another. And that's the really, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Well, there, the, I mean, there's there's ten rules to to helping um local businesses. I have them wrote even down beside me. So you know, you make sure you shop local as yeah. much as you possibly can. So yeah. even down to the butchers, to the green grocers, to the coffee shops, even though they're yeah. closed, but you can buy a coffee. Yeah, you can go. You can yeah. You know, get gift vouchers. Yeah. Try and go and buy a gift voucher. That's um, what I, I did. Um, oh, sorry. That's what I did um, during uh, the first lockdown because obviously all the hairdressers and the beauticians and stuff closed. Yeah. Um, so I went and bought my mum and me vouchers for a hair, vouchers for um, just because I wanted something to look forward to. So like, don't feel guilty about buying a voucher for yourself because then you go no. in and get your hair done and it's already paid for by a previous you giving a gift to yourself now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or even even ring up your local hairdresser and say, look, can I prepay? Yeah. So at least you know they have an income coming in. And then yeah. when you go back, your hair's all paid for. You don't have to look for the money. Exactly. And, you know, it's there. So you can, either, you can do that or order in deliveries. Yeah. Order takeaway. It doesn't yeah. have to. You know, this all depends on whether you've got, obviously, if you're working or you're not working. But, you know, sometimes just that small little thing, even just have a takeaway, even once a month. That business will appreciate the fact that you've thought of them, you have it, you you know, you've bought a takeaway from them. Um, and another thing that you cannot you can do, social media, as I said, is great. Leave a positive comment. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, people will read those comments. And when they read those comments, they will use that business. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to see no business wants to see a bad comment underneath their post. Yeah. It might just have an off day or whatever. Okay, not everybody is perfect. But even just leave something that is encouraging yeah. to other people. Oh, I bought this today. Oh, it was really, really lovely. The best place to go for a coffee or a gift or a meal or whatever. Yeah. And it's just to encourage us all to try and stay as positive as we possibly can and to, to really, really think about where we're shopping. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing as well. Like if you get a, a coffee in your local cafe like and you do have Instagram you don't even need like a massive following but maybe stick it up in your stories and say that you got a coffee at such and such a place and then I don't know your neighbor or sister or like 
auntie down the road who didn't know that that coffee shop was doing takeaway might be like oh they're actually open so I might go for a coffee as well so it's like the little kind of gestures I think that is gonna help businesses now because I've kind of gotten into the habit of if I get something that is kind of an Irish business or say I got one of the lost stock boxes the other day which isn't Irish but is in support of a charity so I was more than happy to kind of just show people kind of what I got just and it gives me an excuse to like talk about things that I bought (laughs) (laughs) and just and like I think I'm gonna do that with as I order my if I ever get my myself together and start ordering my Christmas presents um as I kind of get them um I'm gonna show them on my Instagram story so yes to, to show people like what what it's like and what the process because and I ordered stuff recently from a kind of um gym supplements kind of fitness Irish company and I shared mm-hmm. that and it's so nice because like I don't have a massive following but the amount of people when I even share things that will message me and thank me for sharing it it's just like, the little, little things I know and it was like the amount of companies because obviously there were some companies that knew I was including them because I would know them um, just from interactions and stuff so they knew they were going to be included in the list um, and they're companies I go to quite a lot but the companies that didn't know I just tagged a few in different stories just so they could see that they were in it um, and the amount of them that have just messaged me to say thank you and I was like no thanks so much and they were like no but thank you like it means a lot and I'm like does it and then I'm like it actually kind of does because now my friends after me putting up the post are like well I think I'm gonna buy from a lot of those companies for Christmas rather than buying yeah yeah Yeah. and it's a meaningful gift that's what I go back to you will remember you bought that gift for somebody and this this year of all years it's just been absolutely horrendous so you just that one little thing at least you went online you looked for that gift for that person yeah. because in your mind you thought what am I going to get them yeah you know, oh they'll love that you've paid for the delivery of that gift it might be a little bit more expensive than what you would buy anywhere else but it's a gift that you will remember they will remember and it is chosen by you for them yeah and you took your time to do it yeah and even like so even from a consumer's perspective for anyone who's kind of because the big thing that is I'm I'm kind of finding hard to kind of digest at the minute is like I would love to transition to full kind of sustainable and ethical kind of clothing now I'm not going to go out and like throw out all the clothes I have and then do that because that's not sustainable in itself but it comes it always other than like it's so hard to to move away because fast fashion is obviously cheap for a reason and and it's accessible Mm -hmm. um but it's the higher price point but then I always think back to you you need to think about why you're paying that little bit higher price point for something so you're paying the higher price point for the experience of buying it the like it it probably a lot more love goes into it into like creating the product that you're going to get um and you also like if you shop locally as well like you significantly more than likely reduce your carbon footprint in terms of like purchasing things so it's sustainable in so many different ways um like it's eco-conscious as well um so yeah like I'm a huge huge advocate of it and how and do you have do you think you'd ever say no to a business um it depends on the product 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I've never said no to anybody that I, I won't support, you know, that I won't, you know, put, send, just even put it on stories or put it on Facebook or, I mean, no one's going to come to you with a product that really isn't necessarily not suitable. Yeah. At the moment, we're so in this bubble of shop local because it is a bubble at the moment. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's handmade. It's, you know, it's, it's all over the internet. It's all over the newspapers. It's all promoted by the government. Everybody is in this big bubble. And what my biggest fear is after Christmas, this bubble has to stay here because I know. we could be in this situation until next year, till yeah. the middle of next year. Please God, it won't go beyond anything beyond that. So it's not just now before Christmas where we need to be mindful of where we're shopping. It's after Christmas when when Christmas is over and the big, big spend because the Irish love Christmas. We love to spend money at Christmas time. We love to gift each other. And this is going to be a completely different year to any other year that we've had. So businesses need to be able to stay open after Christmas. Yeah. And in January, February. Yeah. And it's not just because that's why I included a food and drink section because I was chatting with someone and I was like, it's not just the gifts. It's purchasing more local for your, like going to your green grocer rather than going into one of the big kind of supermarkets to purchase things, supporting your local butcher and going there to get your, your meats and stuff there. Um, we have in, um, Kilkenny city we have um some kind of bespoke um cafes that will make their own jams and their own kind of chutneys and stuff like that so mm. it's it's going into all of those kind of local stores as well and those are things that you can continue to do after yeah. Christmas because I think everyone's like oh I shop local and bought all my gifts from people but I'm like but your day-to-day kind of cons- living yeah I'm being a consumer yeah. you can do locally um and it's it's often so like a lot of people are like oh but if I go to a green grocery it's going to be 10 times more expensive than when I go into the You'd be very surprised it doesn't yeah. necessarily be yeah like I've gone into some before and I've walked away and I'm like how is that so cheap and like I've often I've often just picked things up and I'm like oh I need to get that and he was or I need to get that there's one in particular in Dublin that I used to go to when I lived there um and I'd be like, oh, I forgot bananas. I'd be back in a second. He was like, oh, it's grand. You can grab them after. Like, it's the same price. And I was like, but it's not. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, no, it's grand. But do you think, do you think there is, um, so say you're in, um, you're not in Dublin, so you're not in a city. Do you think there is kind of the setup there to encourage people to shop local in terms of like food and grocery and stuff across the country or do you think it's very say um city focused um it's not city focused because you'll find a lot of towns for like example Drogheda. like yesterday i went to a market yeah food markets are huge now so yesterday yeah. we went to a market and there was a lot of local businesses at that market when we got there i think it was four o'clock it started at three and they were sold out they were sold out of their hot food. They were sold out of all their almost all their cakes and sweets. So there was a huge intake of traffic coming up and down. So local markets are huge. So that's a good. But the infrastructure is there. I think the towns are starting to think we have to think long term here. It's not just short term. So everything is there. It's just up for people to go look for it. Yeah. 
And I think, yeah, yeah like the one thing that I want um, the Kilkenny market to do, which I actually have never been to, is um, if they could uh, maybe every second week change the time because it's that like very, yeah, and I, I, everybody, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like, and I get it, it's at a time where kids are in school and mom and dad or whoever yeah. have time to kind of go to the market between, I think it's between half nine and one or half nine and 12 or something. But obviously, like I work, so it just it just doesn't suit me. But I I really want to go, and I want we don't have a weekend one either. Um, not that I know of. I'm actually going to do my research after this. But that's the one thing I miss about Dublin because I could think of off the top of my head about four different kind of food markets that would run on the weekend, and I used to go and get all of my produce from those food markets. Um, well, everybody needs to look out for neighborhood markets. Have you heard about the neighborhood markets? And they're popping up everywhere. No. They fall under a brand of neighborhood. Um, oh. Now, I wouldn't, I don't know, the step, but there is one in Terenure, I know that. There's a good few in Dublin. The one that I go to in Slane is a neighborhood market. And what you do is um, say, and they do mainly organic food and mm. uh, different. You ring up, I think it's on a Monday, you ring up, you order what you want and you pick it up on a Thursday at the market. So you'll have all fresh vegetables, meats, um, cheeses, breads, cakes, everything will be there in a box for you. And these are popular all over the country. I need to look at this because we, I I was in Dublin and then I was, I planned to move home and just to start saving money. But then obviously COVID forced me to move home. So we're we're one of those families that weren't a family under the same roof and then became a family under the same roof because of COVID. Um, But yeah, I must have a look at that. Um, But there's so many different stores that I'm like, oh, I just, because I miss certain things that I wish would kind of, I don't know if you have Andrahada or in your area, um, many zero waste stores. Like, so do you know? Um, I think we might have one in Drogheda. Um, I think we might have one in Drogheda. If I remember seeing, I think we might just have, but I think mainly we go, I go to Dublin. I'd go to Dublin. No, I, I, yeah, it would have been mainly be in Dublin that I would, I would, well, I used to purchase, but I haven't actually, because I'm remote working for most of the time at the moment, I haven't been, been up to Dublin um, quite a lot, but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. And do you think you'd ever, like, where do you think you're going to go next with, um, with Shop Local or do you have any plans? Uh, I have plans. Uh, whether oh. my plans are working, I don't know. I do have plans. Launching the website is going to be massive. Yeah. For me, you know, um, obviously I have to put money into it and everything because I've been doing all this has been um, free and things. So I'm prepared to put the money in and hopefully it's, it's going to take off. I have a couple of little ventures in the background to make oh. it work so hopefully we're going to get there and um, that will probably take about I think it's going to take about four weeks to get the the website so I'm thinking long term this yeah, is something yeah. I really enjoy it. I love it it's great it's great to talk to people every day and just send little messages I know sometimes at 12 o'clock at night and you're still getting messages you're trying to reply to them it's not much fun but um yeah hopefully yeah, yeah. We'll just, but uh it, it's doing really well it's great. Yeah, I know. And I, I actually, I can't remember when I came across um, your page um, sometime over lockdown, but I, I didn't know that it was any there from July. So like fair play, yeah. like I've had my page since like 2019. Clearly um, no one is as interested in what I Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> but, um, but it is like, that's, I think that in itself is a testament to how much of an appetite is there for people yeah. to buy local and purchase local because you built up such a following and it just like 
the amount of responses that I've gotten from random people who've shared the the gift guide that I put up and I've been like oh my god thanks so much for sharing like just random people that follow me and they were like no thank you so much for doing it like I really wanted to do this and um, to do this this Christmas or to start doing it but didn't know where to start um so with that said like what would be your top tips for anyone listening that kind of wants to be really kind of conscious starting maybe at Christmas and hopefully continuing on into the year if they want to kind of support local businesses and shop Irish? Well, definitely just get out there and shop locally in your local town for starters. Mm. I mean, that's where the money is going to. So keep your greengrocers open, as I said before. Keep your, your butchers open. As I, You know, there's times when we spend a lot, like for most village towns, I don't know, I know for Dublin it might be slightly different. You would have GAA clubs and you have everything that we've we've supported with our own money. So now we need to be supporting the community, our little communities, by pumping that money back into the community, trying to keep everybody... You know, we all forget if you're living in a small village, you work in a small village. Yeah. Like we like live in it. Giving us jobs. Yeah. Like I, I, the village that I live, because I don't live in Kilkenny City, so I live in quite a small village. And like my dad loves going into the local butcher and that's why my parents purchase from him because he just has the chats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. give us jobs. Like, in, you know, my sons all worked in local businesses before they went on and had their jobs and it you know they'd have part-time jobs yeah yeah the children are making money you know so you're not having to hand out money so it's nice just to keep the to keep the money in into the local towns as I said try get vouchers yeah you know it's a 10 euro voucher yeah even even giving a voucher to a child rather than buying them a toy that they will never use yeah or, you know the way it was when I, when I were younger it was the box they take the toy out and take the box so even get a voucher at least they can go and add a bit more of their money and buy something that they intentionally want yeah. and not necessarily something that they don't that they don't want um write a really positive review on social media if you can about the business which would be yeah. great and um, prepay yeah you know as i said try and prepay for things even if it's two months down the line, you're getting your nails done, your hair done, anything like that is always good. Um, what else have we got? Uh, mention small businesses to friends. Mm. Friends and family. It, it's no different with your contacts. So say, yeah. oh, I, where did you buy that? Oh, I bought it down the road off, off yeah, this shop. Yeah. Have a look, they have a sale on. So it's all about just really talking to people telling them what we need you know what a certain businesses but it's going to be a very very tough month for a, a, a good few businesses some people might not survive yeah a few months which is yeah. which is tremendous but all we can do is pull together and do our best really for one that's, another yeah that's yeah. it and that's that's the the sad thing like that we just really do have to pull together in more ways than one so even if it's mm. like I don't know, say you have um, a work colleague and you know that you want to get them a gift and you know that they always go to the local coffee shop um, yeah. every week. Maybe get, uh, go in and ask if you can, if they don't do vouchers, if they'll just do a, you up like a note or something and you put 20 euro on a note or 10 euro on a note so that person can get their next three coffees on you. So like yeah. there's not, it doesn't have to be these massive, huge gestures um no. 
Yeah, like you can, and I think even ordering, as you said, or getting vouchers for a very small amount means a lot more to a local business and an Irish business in particular than it does to the big kind of companies. Um, well, do you know, if you spend, if we spend as an Irish economy an extra 50 euro next month per, you know, on gifts, we're actually putting 180 million into the economy. That's insane. And it, it, and 50 euro, okay, to some people, it's a lot of money. But in the grand scheme of things coming up to Christmas, it's not a massive amount of money. We're putting 180 million back in to the economy. Do you know, the Irish economy, 55% of SMAs, small businesses in Ireland, pay the majority of the revenue. So if we take out 55% of small companies in Ireland, our revenue will plummet down. Yeah. Our tax revenue will plummet down to very, very little. Yeah. Okay, we have the big multinational tech companies that, you know, help us with yeah. massive it, revenue coming into the country. But it's the small businesses that yeah. hold on to revenue in the company. Because yeah. yeah. even if, if, if you think um, of a lot of things in Ireland, like if we didn't have as big or as, as like good and agricultural business like they bring in like huge amount of money um in terms of the economy but even like the small businesses like if you like there's no massive chains in ireland that i can obviously i can think of fast fashion chains and stuff like that that are probably present in every county mm. in ireland so say like primark or pennies um for it, as it is in ireland or if you think if, but even the big kind of chains of irish like uh, the change of chains of sports brands a good few of them i can think of are irish businesses as well O'Neill's would be irish yeah. businesses of course yeah they yeah. would be but loads of little sports brands out there oh yeah Actually, so many there were two young lads i have a story there was two young lads who contacted me and um i think what they called lock I'm, I'm not sure of the name now i'll have to get it and during lockdown two friends set up their own um sportswear company um, branding GAA gear. Oh, wow. And it, they're, they're doing really, really well. And it's brilliant. There was two of the brothers who set up their own um, clothes range, um, clothing range, and they're doing really, really well. So, you know, it's such a diverse Oh, so, like, when I was speaking to the girl, Emma, who's behind that, that athleisure brand or the, the sports kind of brand, like, she is 18, 19. She's definitely not older than 19. And she is... But she was like, I, I think back to when I was 19 and like, yeah, I was responsible and I had a part-time job and I worked and I was in college and stuff, but I would have never thought to be like, I'm just going to start up a, a business. So yeah. like that goes to show you how accessible it is yeah. these days that, they, and they probably like kids that age, like she probably didn't start off with a huge budget or a lot of money to do it or to put into it. Like it's, it's, you don't need a big million dollar idea either. Like if you were to um, produce a product that didn't have that many overhead, that much of an overhead and you were to sell four a week or two a week as you initially get started, like there's a business for you. Like you're, you're shifting. Yep. You don't, and it doesn't have to be a product-based business either. If you have a skill set, if you've been to university and you've now been made redundant or mm -hmm. let go, if you have a particular skill set that you've gained and can offer a service to someone, 
such yes. as being a marketing manager, such as taking over social media for some of the other kind of smaller businesses. Like if you can offer a service as well, that's practically no overhead for you. And, you and there's plenty out there. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people now, a lot of yoga companies who have gone online. Yeah. Yoga sessions, yeah. doing Pilates sessions. You can, yeah. you can now click in and watch a, do a free yoga session online. You can do Pilates online. Um, you can, oh God, you can do, there's even book reading for children yeah. online. I saw. I they read a book for your child in the evening time. Um, there's, oh, there's so, there's a huge amount of things out there. Yeah, but I even came across a company when I was looking up those company. I think it's called Chatty Two. Chatty, All right. Know. Yeah, and they basically they send out these um art kits, um, and then they do lessons online. So you get the art kit, and you can basically put your kid up, and then the kid follows along. Each week they do a different kind of thing. I think it's like a twelve week program. Like yeah. that has, if you think of it, not that much of an overhead because the main thing that goes into it is probably them doing the service side of it. So providing those twelve weeks of lessons, and then yes. they put the kit together, and then you have. Yeah a business which I thought was is phenomenal like the amount of kind of crafty businesses that I'm like that is such a good idea like I want to that I want to to get that or like it's it's like I think you and you're gonna get more unique gifts for people as well I think if you purchase from local yeah and then, well. you know there and even art classes for adults yeah yeah and uh, because my, my sister lives in Australia and she does um, a lot of little businesses. She does um, accounts for businesses. And I was saying to her, what is the most popular thing in Australia at the moment that has popped up? She goes, would you believe it's art therapy online? Oh, I can it's imagine. people who are suffering from mental health issues, from, from being indoors for so long and who yeah. don't like being the isolation of living alone or, or being on their own. And she said art lessons online and just talking to somebody yeah while you're doing art is just a major stress reliever yeah but just even, somebody at the other end yeah but even I yeah. see so um my mom's um a psychotherapist and she works in she happens to work with HSE but she has her own practice and she the HSE have gone completely online with their service so yeah. I can see how they can provide a service online through it and my and her she was kind of like okay maybe that's it for my private practice that's fine I still work like I, I I still have a job but her private practice she's like oh I've got another person who wants me to like give online therapy because she just pivoted she just said right look I'm doing it this way I'm gonna start doing it for anyone that yeah. she had it has like boomed for her um yeah and like she's she feels really bad because she's had to turn people away because she just she just doesn't have capacity for them but she's now even roped in some people that are in her industry to be like look you can pivot your private practice online and people because people need support and it'd be great if we knew that say this is going to end the end of 2020 and we go into 2021 everything's going to be great again but that's not the reality no it's not yeah and you know we can see i think we can all see that we could go out of lockdown in four weeks time we can maybe see we could be back into lockdown in february yeah you know if if the numbers go back up again but so yeah it's the yo-yo that i can't deal with because i i know that's because obviously the numbers have gone down because we've all been staying within a five kilometer radius and only going to work if we're an essential service and 
and stuff like that. So obviously they're going to dip, but now <laughs> I'm really like, they are going to go up again. And then we're, it's that yo-yo, um, which is going to be hard. So that's why I think the, your message of continue to support local and continue to buy Irish after Christmas, like it's not yes. just one year round thing. It's a getting to a habit and a routine of doing it. And then you won't, think about the fact that you buy Irish anymore like it shouldn't be a thing if that makes no. sense it just yeah be a, oh yeah I just went down to Jane the local grocer and picked up all of my groceries and it shouldn't be like oh I purchased Irish specifically for the economy it should just be a run-of-the-mill thing that we're all doing but I think our mindsets might all change yeah I think long term I mean in some ways this has been a, a it's been a good good thing People become more family orientated. Yeah. They're doing an awful lot more with their children. We're out an awful lot, but a lot more people are out walking. Yeah. Uh, even just to get out of the house for half an hour, you know, during lockdown. But even to think that we're talking about lockdown, even to be going into shops and wearing masks everywhere we go, we would never have envisioned this to happen to I us. Know. Like it's just a very, very strange world that we're living in. So when we come out of this strange world, there are habits that we should really keep. Yeah you know and this is probably one of them yeah is you know in trying really really trying intentionally to try and keep the business keep small businesses going maybe even set up your own little business because you can do it along with your own full-time job if you wanted to you your mean prime it's something, example <laughs> yeah it is you were, it, that, yeah because you, you can do yeah and you know yeah and how, how do you how do you for anyone listening because um so essentially like um shop local like it is a business it's a service that you're offering um yeah say a marketing and an advertising service that you are offering to yeah. um, irish-based businesses so how because you were obviously at the it became very busy probably grew 10 times more than you thought it was going to grow when you initially just yeah. the page how how are you managing being an essential worker like you're a frontline worker in healthcare and yeah running a business oh, lunch breaks okay you know, on my lunch break in work one day I had a reporter who'd rang me and she said can you take a photograph of yourself I had to run into a room whip off my uniform throw on my clothes get my colleague to take a photograph because I had to send it to her for I think it was six o'clock deadline so on my 45 minute break then I was answering messages at the same time when I was going back to her and I was giving her a few companies she could get in contact with to feature in the article so um, lunch breaks and when I get home in the evening time and then because I work 12 hour shifts I work three days on or four days on so you've got like three or four days off so in those days you're trying to fit everything in and try and get a few things done and then I mean the house just falls apart we won't even talk about that but the washing gets bigger and bigger every single day and um, I can teach my, my son's head to put on the washing machine um but um yeah you, you do it if you want to do it yeah and that's it yeah you yeah. will be able to do it if you want to do it yeah and do yeah. you is it something that you can see yourself going into Time. definitely yeah oh, definitely that's yeah. So exciting yeah yeah it is because um i actually got covid what um, yeah. so not only not only were you a frontline <laughs> worker and you started your own business but you also got covid Nobody i also got covid yeah. yeah and then six months down the line i'm still suffering with covid I'm still suffering all the 
the implications. So long term, I have to, I probably will have to reconsider my, um, what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. 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 I'm having a few complications, but that's long term. So it's nice to think of something that you really, really want to do. And you can, you know, you can change your career. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to. And this maybe is one of the ones might have just come along at the time when I was thinking of a change. So, yeah, it's good. No, it is. It's good. And that's, I think that in itself um, is a really valuable lesson for anyone who, like, has found themselves say um at a later stage in their career and they've been made say if they were working in the hospitality industry um for yes. example like a lot of them have just been made redundant um yeah. and but you can pivot like you have a skill set that you can offer and it might be something very simple but you can pivot and change your career like there's nothing yeah. stopping you at an older age no matter what age you are just changing because everyone thinks um it's like uh like even I feel when I was on TikTok I was like I'm very late to this like uh like um doing things online game I was just like most of these people on here are like 19 year olds or I saw the did you see the kid that was making like reindeers and he just made reindeers for like these yeah. like, reindeer houses I think he was on like the late late or something as well he was making I think it was reindeer houses and he only made mm-hmm. some for his to make a bit of extra cash during lockdown and he was like I think he was a little kid I I must look him up after this but uh one of my colleagues talked about it and he made some for like him and his family that bought them off him and then he was featured on a load of things and now he has like he's turning over like loads of money and and I was like for something that probably would have been like a mini company in school has just gone like boom for him yeah and sometimes it's that one little thing somebody just needs to see your product and then that's it it becomes it becomes an internet sensation and this is what happens with some of these businesses yeah you know you might just somebody might just see it at the right time and then you're you're selling thousands of something that you thought you would never going to sell you know so yeah yeah, it's good yeah yeah and what dare I ask if um and you probably don't know yourself but obviously it's a completely free service that you run now so businesses can just um dm you on instagram or Facebook or Facebook, well. yeah, yeah um, Facebook. and reach out to you and say this is my business would you be able to share it or even say maybe if they were to tag you on Instagram you probably see them that way as yeah. well um, yeah how do you think you will ever do you think it will always be a free service or do you think you will monetize it I, I can never always have it as a free service because yeah. now I'm having to put money into it my own money into yeah. it so um no but I will never it will never it's very hard to say. I know, you know yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing my little marketing class every week to try and figure out where where I'm going to be yeah. in this world and what I'm going to do. So um, more than likely, I am going to have to charge eventually. Yeah. You know, to keep, it go, to keep it going and to make it bigger and try and make it into something that I would really want to make it into. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. yeah it, will be a charge eventually yeah yeah but there are those services out there that people pay like I work personally I work in um and the not-for-profit sector um and we pay a membership to an organization that will assist us with a number of things like they put together funding applications they provide like a hub of training for people that want to access training and grow their Mm -hmm. their not-for-profit so like 
if you're building upon the service and offer like there's so much that you can do with shop local um yeah. that and i'm sure you probably many many plans swirling around in your brain since you started yeah. July, but there's so much that you can do i think you do have the ability like you can monetize it but i think you still will have the demand if you monetize it because you're just going to grow it and become like off, like you can offer more services to people and stuff like that if you were to monetize it yes and you could also offer advice to people yeah that's what i mean you, know, yeah. you could get people on there who could offer advice like i'm lucky my husband's a graphic designer so you know i can get a few things done for me but i can you know you could offer out services to people you know if you don't have somebody that's a graphic designer or actually I get a lot of questions from people where can i get this and have you like diaries are huge this year everybody wants a diary so like they'll say can you name a company that can get me a diary so it's like a it's like the yellow pages but in a different form yeah but that's what i mean like that's because yeah. um the the so we're with the wheel and work um but they're like a hub for like we're like oh i yeah. wonder is that that happening or oh we need to look up something for say like the governance code for charities like more than likely they've put up a free kind of um like information kind of section on it so like it is, and you obviously see the, the back um, drop to all of it, so you understand the kind of needs and the demands, but that's that's gas that everyone has been asking for a diary. It's like the yeah. year <laughs> get their life together is when like the world stops. I think they just want 2020 over, and anything that says 2021 on it makes them feel a lot better for themselves. And do they mean like a diary for that they want to have themselves or a diary for their own? Business. I'm assuming it's a diary for a gift. Um, if anybody does diaries, I guess one girl and I'm putting them in touch. I go, go to this girl. She's like, and actually she did a post up today. Um, the name of the company is loveletters.ie. And um, she does wedding stationery. But she also does diaries. And uh, she said, they're flying out the door. Everybody wants a diary. Um, so the new craze is diaries. <laughs> So I that is, but like I am like um when I was doing up my list um I was like I'm gonna include a section for stationery and book lovers because I'm a stationery and book lover <laughs> yeah and I know that I want to purchase like people for to purchase stationery for me or to get a voucher for something for me or so like it it it, it that's gas though so you get the yeah. kind of inside track and all the trends what, what, what everybody wants diaries and candles oh candles. candles. That, that's my dream like that is that yeah. was me before pre-lockdown I once I have my diary a book and a candle sort yeah yeah um yeah. yeah so um just to kind of maybe sum up I know we've covered quite a lot of the points um already but um if you want to just kind of your top say three kind of things that you want to really urge people to do to encourage them and what they can do to kind of support local businesses they're like buy irish this christmas and then obviously past christmas because we want to because like we want to focus on the fact that you can continue to purchase the bits and pieces that you need even like homewares or your food for the week um or like your coffee and day-to-day -day kind of things that you use um what would be your three kind of say take-home messages that you want people to to take home um be mindful of where you're shopping mm. you know and when you are mindful you don't have to spend a fortune 
yeah. you know, we don't all have to go into a shop and think, oh, I have to spend 100 euro in here or I have to spend 50 euro. You don't. If you can keep consistency is a good thing. If every week you can try and go to the same shop or the same butcher or the same supermarket, when they see that customer coming in the door, they know they're giving a good service. So they're giving a good service and plus you know that you are getting a good product and your money is going to, is going to a business that is going to stay open. Oh. And that's what really matters. We need to try and keep as many of these companies open as we possibly can. Yeah. The gift voucher thing I will plug, plug, plug because, yeah. you know, people will say, oh, how do I know this company is going to be in business in five months time when I want to, when I want to use this gift voucher, well, if you don't buy the gift voucher, they most certainly won't be in business in five yeah. months' time. And it, it doesn't have to be like I'm going to keep going. Like I would love. I'm when I'm in. There's a particular cafe, a local cafe that I go to all the time when I'm in work. Um, and I am one of those finicky people. I don't drink tea or I don't drink coffee, but I drink a matcha latte. Um, yeah. And I like say that's about three, four euro every time I buy it. But like it's my luxury of the week. Um, mm. I would door uh, like a 10 20 year voucher for that cafe yeah because like, that's my next four matches bought yeah so yeah. like it doesn't have to be when you think because when people think of gift vouchers they're like oh it looks yeah. like I didn't put any effort in and I'm like no if someone got me that I'd be like they know I go there each week and they know I spend money there so and isn't that the biggest effort because they've yeah. actually know you as a person and they know more about you than you do because exactly, they know yeah she will like this yeah because yeah because I think people are afraid a to get gift vouchers because obviously they're like but what if they're not in business but your point is well if you don't buy it they're not going to be in business no they're uh, not. and then the second thing is people think gift vouchers aren't personal yes they're not personal if you're buying it for like a really big company um like one of the big fast fashion brands um because you're just like, oh, I know they they like clothes, so I'll buy them something from here. But if you know someone that loves books and you know what their favorite bookstore is, and it's yeah. a one, if you get them a book voucher, it is personalized because you know they're gonna love it and they're gonna spend it and they're gonna buy something they actually want rather yeah. than putting a, another gift on them. Yeah. But so like gift vouchers can be personal. Of course they can, because the personal thing is you've thought of that person. So you're mindful of what they would like. Yeah. So even for your parents coming up to Christmas, because sometimes we will buy a gift for our parents and you go, oh, it'd be nice just to buy them a meal. Even a weekend. Do you know, we're forgetting a massive big thing we're forgetting about is the hotels. I know. Hotels and the restaurants. I mean, there is no tourism in Ireland at the moment. The only people who are doing the tourism is us. And yeah. we can't leave our county. And you can still get the, the government are still doing now. I don't want to um, put it out there in case it's not true. The tax. Um, so um, keeping your receipts and putting them into revenue to get X percent back. Yeah, you can get 135. I think it's 135 or 165 euro. Yeah, it's a certain percentage. over that or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. so that, that's an incentive in itself um, to go out and like do a staycation rather than not that we're going to be going overseas anytime soon, but like buying an experience for someone in Ireland as well. Um, it is. But people say, oh, you know, I always feel like I go on a staycation if I leave the county. How can I staycation in my county? Go for afternoon tea. I know. Go for a spa day. Go for a swim in the hotel. Even, you know, I know the bars aren't open at the moment, but the hotels are all still open. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're doing really good deals. Like, yeah. you know, you can go for the night for 99 euro and have a meal and have an afternoon tea for 99 euro that you would never, you know, yeah. be able to do that before. Even, yeah, between the interim kind of periods um, of when you could kind of eat and eat outside or you could eat, but then they had like the regulations in place of how many mm-hmm. people you could have. Like twice we went out for, um, as a family because my mom was just like, I'm not in the mood to cook. I'm not in the mood to clean the kitchen if someone cooks. She was like, we'll just go down to the local restaurant down the town or yeah. we'll go like a 20 minute drive to a gorgeous. And it was, it was such a nice outing. Um, yeah. And it was putting money back into the economy. And it was very easy. We just drove 20 yeah. minutes down the road and it wasn't expensive. Um, like obviously it was more, a bit more expensive than sitting in at home but it made us get out and it was good for like, it was restorative for us as well. Cause we spent so much, so much time. Inside. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we just need to be intentional in the yeah. way we spend our money. Yeah. And just every day, every week plan something, plan yeah. an activity with the children. It doesn't have to cost a fortune. The activity doesn't have to cost a fortune. Um, there's actually a company called the family edit. I don't know if anybody's been on. Um, familyelic.ie and they do county to county activities for children and families oh wow and it's brilliant so if you go into the family edit and you will see little there's little squares on their website and things like that and you click in it'll have Louth, Dublin, Mayo whatever and you click and I have all the list of activities in there of places you can go which cost money and some that don't so I thought that was a brilliant idea you know even getting out for a walk every day it's free I know. And maybe on the way back, go in and buy the, the children a bar But you, you'll enjoy those moments. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Plenty okay. we could be doing. Yeah, so much. And then, was that three? Yes. Be mindful, be intentional, and buy vouchers. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. I think they're amazing tips because they're things that I consciously think of, but I never yeah. think to verbalize like what I'm doing. Um, no. But yeah, but um, thank you so much for coming on board. It's been so like I could chat about this like all day. Um, <laughs> but where all um, if you want to give a shout out of where people can find you on Instagram and Facebook, um, and just a reminder again, um, of how they can get in touch with you as well. And well, you can get me on Instagram on shoplocal.ie. You can get me on Facebook on shop, which is only a new page. It's only been up like three days. So if everybody can get on there, it'd be great. Um, shoplocal.ie. And um, what was the other thing? Um, how they can get in, like get onto the page or to... Oh, say, just DM me. Yeah. Just or, DM me. Or even tag you and stuff. Or even, oh, definitely tag me. Yeah, because I try and go through as many as I possibly can because my it will just come up, but I will repost and I will, you know, come back to everybody. Yeah. It'll just take a little bit of time, but I do get there. Yeah. So it's great to see the amount of different businesses on there. And I just scroll through the page going, oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I'd have no money if I bought everything. <laughs> oh, st- that's the thing as well. Like, I'm going to be like so broke. But yeah. I'm going to love everything I get. But I'm, I just yeah. see things. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Or, oh, that's lovely. Yeah. But yeah. I keep being like to myself, being like, there's more than like Christmas in a year. I can just treat myself later on in the year and buy myself that gorgeous planner from um, yeah. 
loveletters.ie. Um, yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, thank you so, so much for, for on, on for your podcast. Thank you very much. It's been great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in to another Legal Diaries podcast. Be sure to follow along on all the social media channels at legaldiaries.ie on Instagram, www.legaldiaries.ie and on Twitter, it's legal at legaldiaries underscore ie. Thank you.